Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'll be talking about responding versus reacting. Responding to a situation versus reacting to a situation will make all the difference between a victim and a thriver. Responding takes conscious thought. It uses logical reasoning while allowing emotions to play a role in one's final decision-making. Reacting to a situation is immediate, it leaves little space to choose, it is mainly out of fear, and it usually is an attempt to emotionally regulate inner pain. Reactions that are extreme and over the top are usually indicative of an underlying issue, an underlying wound, or a conflict that has not been resolved. Common reactions to unresolved uh, inner conflict or wounds include shutting down, dissociating, lashing out, getting defensive, hypervigilance, sadness, feeling shameful, feeling feeling guilty. High reactivity leads to impulsive behavior and oftentimes decisions that are regretful. When somebody is in a reactive state, they don't have the ability to think things through, calmly assess the situation, and ultimately make a decision that's best for the long-term future. Abuse victims are usually highly reactive, and I do have a podcast on narcissism and reactivity. Feel free to check it out, and I talk a little bit about how the amygdala hijacks the brain, and ultimately um, that becomes that becomes a sort of a lens in which the individual will see their life, and therefore they'll see the world from a very uh, reactive state, a very painfully uh, distorted mindset. Abuse victims have a high reactivity because of their amygdala, which is extremely charged and ultimately on high alert for the next threat. Narcissistic abuse is super subtle, and it actually feeds off the reactive state of victims. The triggers of victims, and then ultimately the reactions, is is the access point for narcissistic abusers. This is why someone with wounds, someone with uh, extreme high reactivity and triggers, is highly, is I should say, open and, and usually vulnerable to these narcissistic abusers. It's important to identify those triggers, heal them, and as by doing so, it will re- we'll remove the access point for the narcissist, and um, ultimately one's vulnerability will uh, be, if it is, if there are existing wounds, uh, then ultimately they'll be uh, able to be used, and uh, their vulnerability may be used against them. When dealing with narcissists, it's very important to never react and always respond. It's important to never give your power away to them. As when you are in a reactive state, you are saying that they have the power to make you react this way. And ultimately, if someone can make you feel this way and react this way, they can control you. The trick is to respond. Now, uh, Viktor Frankl, and I will, pretty pretty, pretty sure I'm going to mess up this quote, but I want to just see if I can uh, repeat it correctly. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is the freedom to choose how to respond. Ultimately, when we are wounded, when we have triggers, when we have uh, high reactivity, even though it feels painful, we, uh, we don't realize, but we actually have the power to react to a certain situation as we choose, which is why oftentimes, if we're too reactive, we don't have that space, the ability to take a look at the situation, not from an emotionally reactive state, but ultimately from a cognitive state, assess the situation and, um, and um, get a better idea of, of what is going on in front of us and ultimately make choices based on this. Now, this will allow you to maintain, uh, I should say, when you're less reactive and when you respond from a place of mindfulness, 
then you are going to be in a much better position to keep narcissistic abusers at bay and protect them from using your emotions and your heart. Becoming mindful of your of yourself, self-reflecting and self-correcting, identifying patterns of behavior, wounds, and ultimately things within is the number one way to take your power back. And this is not necessarily just with narcissistic abusers, but all people in all situations in life. When you are in a highly reactive state, it is very difficult to assess the situation and see what is best. It's ultimately difficult to see how people may or may not be perpetrating. This is oftentimes you see in relationships, uh, partners in relationships who are highly reactive um, get, get triggered very easily and oftentimes project, lash out, and hurt, uh, condemn, demean, devalue, destroy their partners without realizing that the partner was simply the trigger and not necessarily the abuser, which is why it's important to be mindful and less reactive of one situation. When this is the case, you will be in a much better position to uh, assess and ultimately make decisions based on that. In order to become less reactive, we have to understand that our feelings are just feelings. Feelings aren't good. Feelings aren't bad. They are just feelings. Now, a lot of the times in childhood, what we have done is we have actually made our feelings into bad and good. We've said, this is painful and therefore I can't feel it. We stuff it down into the subconscious. We defend against it. The good feelings could be felt and we accept those feelings. The problem is, is that you can't feel the good without the bad. You can't feel the bad without the good. You need both. So becoming less reactive will actually give you the ability to not label your feelings and accept them non-judgmentally, allow them to come up so that you're not reacting and ultimately allow your feelings a, a, a seat at the quote-unquote table and allow them to give advice, point you in the direction uh, where you want to go and ultimately give you insight as to what's going on in the subconscious, what are the wounds that you have, how have you been injured in childhood, how what is going on below, below the surface that you can't necessarily see unless you become less reactive. So it's important to understand that reactivity is oftentimes the thing that gets us into trouble based on the desire to not feel the pain in the moment. If we're too reactive, we immediately try to soothe. We try to self-soothe. We try to project, run away, disconnect, not experience what's going on. Um, there's usually a fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response to the trigger, to the, to the uh, experience, to the pain. And ultimately, if we're choosing one of these four ways, then we're not facing our pain. So reactivity is about escaping our pain. Responding is about facing it and allowing it to uh, take, a, take, a, take its place and serve us and allow the emotions not to run the show, but rather our cognitive mind to do so. I hope this podcast resonated with you. It's understandable if you're a victim of any form of abuse, specifically narcissistic abuse, that there will be a certain amount of pain and reactivity on your, in your day-to-day -day life. It's important to understand that your reactions are not powerful unless you allow them the power to control you. The best protection against abusers is owning your own feelings. Becoming less reactive will allow you space to think, am I being manipulated? Am I being abused? Is this person exploiting my vulnerabilities for their personal gain? And if so, setting a boundary to avoid that happening in the future. I hope this resonates with you. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. If you're struggling on your recovery journey to heal from any form of abuse, specifically narcissistic abuse, please do reach out. I'd love to help you along your journey, become less reactive, and really deal with your triggers and see things in a healthier light. I can be reached at yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. Until next time, all the best.